one rental at a time. It is 7.30 a.m. It means it is time for your daily financial news. If you don't know, this is a show that we do seven days a week. Yes, Saturday and Sunday included. And really what we do is we try to go over the basic financial news that may impact your investing, real estate, consumer, cost of capital, economy, all of that good stuff. If that's important to you, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up, subscribe, interact with me so this can get inside the YouTube algorithm. Thank you very much. As always, before we get started on the news, I want to congratulate people who are doing the work and getting their first or next rental property. This is a contest I've been running since June 1st uh, with the hope of helping 500 people get deals. We're going to give away a bunch of money. We're going to do some crazy stuff, and we are well on our way. So first and foremost, Chris, congratulations, and Paul, congratulations. Your cards will go out in the mail this morning. A couple of quick things to note. As I have mentioned the course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, it is going up, it is going up, it is going up on January 1st uh, because I am adding more and more content. Yesterday evening, I got the best investor in Fresno, at least the best investor I consider in Fresno, Jason Pritchard, uh, who has been executing a Burr strategy to build his portfolio from something to a lot, has graciously created some content for us, so that will be loaded in early January. It is truly amazing. Anytime we get some content from Jason, uh, we are truly blessed, so thank you for that. So Burr content's coming. I have a 10 a.m. call with somebody talking about Section 8. Uh, Jonathan Twomley, as you saw last week, is adding multifamily, large multifamily and syndication. So lots of other stuff planned, lots of stuff in the works. Uh, I look forward to hopefully surprising you in the new year with all the great content. So if that's exciting to you, you need to buy the course now, save some money, join the Facebook group. Let's have some fun. Um, so a couple of quick things to note. First and foremost, Reuters. Yes, folks, we must have a Reuters, um, I don't know what you would call it, author or uh, writer following the channel, as now Reuters is reporting that the housing slowdown is real. Lo and behold, it is exactly what I've been talking about for six months. Uh, appreciation will be cut in half. Yes, expect some scary nonsense videos on other channels today talking about appreciation dropping by 50%. A drop of 50% does not mean we go negative. It means we go from 16 to 8, or we go from 12 to 6. That is a housing slowdown. That is what is in front of us, in my opinion. So uh, again, housing slowdown is real. On top of that, Reuters is saying exactly what I said, affordability to get worse. Uh, it won't be as bad as many think because I do think we are in a wage acceleration cycle. Uh, but yes, I do think as prices add 6, 7, 8%, affordability will get worse because interest rates will go up. So again, things to watch. Goldman Sachs CEO David Solomon is out talking about what he expects in the stock market. He is saying that um, the last three years of double-digit gains are not to be expected going forward. Uh, he certainly expects lower single-digit returns for the next couple of years. This is important to you as a stock market investor, uh, You know, just seeing what is out there. Don't anticipate double-digit returns every year. That can lead to some uh, disappointment. 
AutoZone got some earnings. AutoZone beat top and bottom. They just crushed it. In addition to that, same store sales are up 13.6% on an expectation of 5%. Yes, folks, we are keeping our cars longer. That's what it means to me. Uh, again, used cars, keeping your cars longer. AutoZone is crushing it. MongoDB, technology-based company selling databases, uh, beat top and bottom and raised guidance. Uh, it looks like Intel is taking one of their business units public with the expectation of middle of next year. I did not even know Intel had this, but apparently they do. They have a self-driving car unit. Uh, they are expected to take it public in the middle of in the summer uh, with an estimate of $50 billion. To me, this is Intel raising cash, right? Intel's been getting their clock clean. They need to invest in more fabs. Uh, so I think they're trying to raise cash. And one of the ways they can do that is by selling off assets. Looks like Elon Musk is out uh, shaking the trees, asking all of you to have more kids. Uh, Elon Musk came out talking about the, um, you know, a, a, the great collapse being with uh, less and less kids. Uh, apparently, um, you know, civilization will crumble, to quote Elon Musk, if we don't increase the birth rate. I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, there's a lot of push by um, activist investors on companies like, or retailers specifically, retailers, Cole and Macy's, basically trying to go in and break them up, right? Macy's or Cole's keep your physical footprint, and then you have your e-commerce business. They are going in saying, hey, spin off the e-commerce online business and sell it. I don't know. I mean, I certainly get it from a stock perspective, right? It's worth more apart than together. But to me, doesn't that just lead to the brick and mortar business dying a little bit faster? Plus, isn't there some economies of scale if they can really figure out how to get more uh, delivery right from the stores as opposed from a central warehouse? I think there may be being a penny wise and a pound foolish, but that is going on. Saw some interesting articles this morning about a 40-year-old, how much money you have to save to have a million dollars over 25 years. Again, the, this again is, you, you, I'm sure you see these all the time, lots during the end of the year. The, the deal is, if you're 40 years old and you want to have a million dollars saved up in 25 years, uh, here's the deal. If you're expecting 3% return, you need to save $22.50 a month. 6% return, 1500 or 9%, 950 When I see these charts, I always think about, wow, that's, you know, 2200 bucks a month. That's, that's oh shoot, 950 a month is a lot for individuals, especially if life creep has gotten you. Then I think about the people that actually do it for 25 years, and I know the math works, right? I get it. But what's, here's the deal. If you go back to 1996, which is, oh, by the way, 25 years ago, $1 million is now $762,000. We've seen a, basically a loss of 20, let's call it 24%. I believe you would be far better off if you looked at getting four rental properties. Four rental properties, asset uh, protected by inflation, rent, benefit from inflation, fixed rate debt, and of course, don't forget the ever-powerful uh, cheat code to wealth, house hack. 
the 4321 strategy. You can get in for 3.5% down. I suspect it is easier to save for four down payments, especially if you do 4321, where you buy a fourplex, then you buy a threeplex, then you buy a duplex, then you buy a house, you have 10 units. Then saving $2,250 a month for 25 years. In addition to this, the cheat code to wealth, if you do it correctly, you live for free. One of the things I think about when you are saving $2,250 or $950 a month, you're sacrificing. You're sacrificing. You're living without, which is okay. I'm a big believer in needs versus want. You know that. But if you can house hack and you can whack your biggest expense, if your mortgage or your rent is $1,500 and maybe you live for $400, you've saved $1,100, which you then can snowball into your next things. Again, the cheat code to wealth is real. More and more people need to look at house hacking. You can even do roommate hacking as Todd Baldwin has brought us. All this amazing stuff is in the course. I think there's a far easier ways to become a millionaire than saving 2200 bucks a month for 25 years. That's just me. Looks like small business confidence is shrinking. Yes, it had been on the uptick, but it is taking a noticeable turn for the worst. Again, to be expected, labor shortages, supply chain issues, out of stock, rising costs across the board. Not a good time to be in a small business. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't think it gets much better, uh, at least in the short term. We're definitely going to have to watch. Remember, I did a video, I think yesterday, the day before, about the five things that could go wrong. One of them is war. Not something any of us should hope for. Uh, we've got to watch what's going on with Russia and the Ukraine, China and Taiwan. And I'm sure I'm missing three or four other hotspots around the world. These are things that we need to realize could really disrupt uh, getting out of this crisis. Saw some crazy numbers about apartments, both occupancy and rent. Occupancy in apartments, again, nationally speaking, usually peaks at 95%. On my Instagram, if you don't know it, it is one rental at a time. I just posted a graph showing that apartment occupancy is now 97.5%. 97.5%. On top of that, rents for apartments went up 13.9%. Pretty good time to be a landlord. Fixed rate debt, cash flow, NOI, all of these things are really, really good. And then finally, right before I started this, it looks like we are about to get some very scary videos on other channels talking about defaults. Yes, the CEO of Wells Fargo came out this morning and said, you know what? We are starting to see a slight uptick in consumer defaults. No kidding. We basically pushed defaults for two years, extend and pretend, forbearance, all of these things. And when we come out of it, we are going to have some defaults that should, defaults are a normal part of the process. People lose jobs. People get sick. People get divorced. Stuff happens. This is not going to be a repeat of 06, 07, where 50% of the loans were adjustable rate mortgages, teaser loans, just you know, liar loans, all of those things. So yes, defaults 
should be expected to rise. There's no question. They were artificially low and now they're going to snap back. Uh, not to be alarmed. But again, what you will see is, oh my God, defaults rise 87%. Yeah, they went from 10 to 18 Right. So make sure you get under the under the get the numbers, not the percentages, because for the next couple of quarters, the percentages, the percentages could be triple digits. They just absolutely could. If you delay defaults for 18 months. It's they they could be triple digits. They could be 112, 150 percent. But again, we are going to just work back to the long term average. So Tuesdays are going to be a lot of fun. We got the Lumberjack, I believe, at 8. We have Omar at 9. It's a wonderful day, and I have a surprise guest at 10, something I am working on for you. So again, folks, don't forget Dion from Dion Talk Financial News does his live stream. I believe it is at 4 o'clock Pacific. Uh, make sure you watch. Uh, and make and let's, uh, Dion, don't, uh, no um, operator error. You know, you got, you know, schedule, go live. No, no private thing of that nature. Guys, have fun. Take care of yourself. Remember, we're going to try to help a million people over the next five decades. In order to do that, I need your help. If you see a video you like, share it. If you want to help the YouTube algorithm, thumbs up, comments. Let's just get this thing rolling. Let's help a million people together. Take care. Bye-bye.